Welcome. You're now listening to Get Out of Your Own Way podcast. This is episode 26, and I'm your host. Got some interesting feedback from the wealthy episode, number 25. Very interesting. And I'm going to actually jump right into that. This first person said, quote, I don't think there's anything wrong being content if you enjoy what you do, even if you're not a wealthy person or you know you're not going to be, end quote. Yeah, I find that very interesting because in reality, yeah, at the, at the end of the day, everybody can't be a millionaire. Nor does everybody want to be a millionaire, even if you think in your mind that life would be significantly easier, better. When really that could be that's that's far from the truth. Because one thing that I've heard and seen from people and conversations that I've had. The more money that you have, the more you are being bothered, you know, by mail, incoming calls. It's just more issues. It's more things and more responsibility that is coming your way. And so some people recognize that some people realize that, that they really just want to be able to quote unquote, live comfortably, but not necessarily wealthy. And and I get that. I get that wholeheartedly. That's something for even me as that's something that I strive to be is just to live comfortably to where I'm not trying to have seven or eight figures in, in the bank account by any stretch of the imagination, because I know that's, that's a lot a lot of concern, a lot of worrying. Like I said, people are just constantly blowing up your phone. I mean, you got family members calling you that you ain't ever heard from in like 20 years, you know, just just ridiculous stuff like that. If they just so happen to get word that just maybe uh, you got a break or that you're doing really well, you know, so. And, you know, for me, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm more of an, an, an uh, introverted person. Not antisocial, but introverted. And there is a difference between the two. And simply what that means is I typically just keep to myself um, when it comes to my day to day life and and living. And somebody there's many people I, I, I know for a fact that can relate to that, that can understand that. Because as a whole. People can tend to be not trustworthy. Even people who claim to be your cousin or your auntie, you know, or your uncle that you never met, et cetera, et cetera. You know, like, you know, it's just it's kind of it's kind of funny how people just come out of the woodwork. If they find that you've been successful, that you run a business, that, you know, you hit the lottery or whatever the case may be. This, I'm going to jump to the next quote, uh, this next comment, excuse me, quote, if you don't have goals set for yourself, most people will shy away from you, end quote. And that's another one I found interesting. Because 
regarding this particular comment, this is this is something that I believe to be half half hearted truth in it. And there's also some some inaccuracies there with that particular one, but I still find it interesting as a whole because. If you are a single person, let me let me talk about that for a minute. If you're a single person and you're looking for a significant other to enter your life. Most people, and I can say this with confidence, most people, when they are looking for somebody, they want somebody who is goal oriented. They want somebody who is ambitious. They want somebody who's not squatting. Now, if you're in your 50s or 60s, you know, or older and you're looking for something, uh, I, I think it's safe to say at that point in time, um, to, to be goal oriented, you're a little late in the game, but it, it still depends. I mean, you can be 50 years old and want a new house, you know, so you've been saving, you've been doing a little bit of this, a little bit of that. And so in, in essence, you can still have those goals, you know, but I'm, what I'm referring to is things earlier in life, such as, hey, you know, I want to be a doctor. Hey, I want to start my own business. I want to, um, uh, I want to be a, a, a study to be a, a mechanic, or I want to learn how to build um, A, B, and C, or, or whatever it is. But it could be a multitude of different things. But my point is, if you're looking for somebody to come into your life, to actually have a relationship with, possibly to marry, to build with, and to get there maybe to have a family more often than not, that person wants to know what kind of goals you have in your life, what things that you have set up. They, they want to, they want to see a plan that you have. That's more often than not that like, and, and quite frankly, in my own personal experience, there's, there may be only been one time where it was an irrelevant conversation regarding that particular female I was dating, you know, but for the, for the majority of part of, of, of my life, that's been a constant conversation of like, where do you see yourself in five years? Where do you see yourself in 10 years? What things do you have in mind that you would like to achieve, et cetera, et cetera. That's a, that's a very common conversation between people and not just potential love interests, potential partners, potential spouses, whatever the case. Um, but in, even in business, even in business, if you, you know, you're talking to, you know, a, a life coach or, or a, a, a an attorney, whatever, like whatever, you know, that's, that's something, a, a normal, a conversation that isn't out of the ordinary by any stretch of the imagination. So with that said, though, I'm going to move over into episode 26 now, and I'm going to call a little bit of an audible today. Uh, initially, I was going to do an episode based on what attracts women. But today. I want to talk about. The food service industry. Food service industry. 
And to break that down even further, what I'm talking about is waiters, waitresses, um, delivery services, you know, whether that be the likes of, you know, DoorDash, Grubhub, you know, um, uh, or anything for that matter. Any any kind of food that if you do, if you call them up, any restaurant that delivers anything in general where you where you would like to dine in or dine out. And this is something that I've been seeing quite a bit in my life. And I am a person who is very familiar in the food service industry. You know, I've worked for years in the food service industry. And and this is something that, again, I've had conversations with people many a times that for the life of me, I will not understand and let me get to where I'm talking about. If you are a person, first and foremost, let me say, it is an absolute luxury to dine into a restaurant or, 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 or to actually, excuse me, dine out to a restaurant or dine in from, from your home to actually call a restaurant, have them make you a meal and bring it to you. That is a luxury. A lot of people cannot afford to do that. And there's people who think they can afford to do it, but they still can't afford to do it. And they show it by their actions. And let me let me tell you what I'm talking about, because it happens every single day, every day it happens. So if you go to a restaurant and provided you have excellent service. And let's say you you charge up a bill of 40 to 50 dollars at a restaurant. And again, as long as your service was great, the food was on point, it came out like you asked it to come out. There was no issues whatsoever. You should be tipping that 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 waiter adequately. But even people who come out to restaurants again they will show if they really had any business being there because if you spend that kind of money out there and you leave your waiter two dollars three dollars a dollar fifty and you pay and your bill is forty dollars fifty dollars and you leave somebody two dollars three dollars like that can't even buy a gallon of gas and you've been at that table for 45 minutes, an hour, and you leave somebody $2 tip, a $3 tip. That, that goes to show me and many other people that you had no business. Like you, can't, you, you truly cannot afford to dine out. If you cannot take care of that person who is serving you and doing a good job of it at minimum. Now, it is possible that if you get awful service if your food is messed up if your drinks aren't right then then and only then does it make sense to give somebody a two dollar tip a three dollar tip in other words to to quote unquote stiff them to undermine them 
to insult them with what you gave them. And so this is something for everybody because, this again, I say it almost every single episode. This is a self-improvement podcast. And people who are listening to this right now know exactly who you are. If you happen to go out, like I don't care if it's a bar and you order drinks and that's it. Take care of that bartender. If you order the same thing, 30, 40, 50 dollars worth of drinks for you and your boys, you and your girls. Take care of that bartender. Don't leave no two dollar, three dollar tip. Are you kidding me? And, and, and like, and again, I'll, I'll never forget this. I'll never forget. Let me give you a perfect example. I remember one time I was delivering food to this house. And I recall it was a young man that came to the door, probably only about 16, 17 years old. Teenager. And sometimes you can almost tell just by looking at a person and sometimes you're wrong, but sometimes your intuition can be right on point, you know, when it comes to the service industry, food service industry, because a young person doesn't really understand. They don't really know better, so to speak, than, than an older person is. But there's quite a bit of older people who know better, who should know better. Excuse me. And I remember specifically getting delivering food to this to this house, to this to this teenager who ordered food and uh, his food was $25 and he gave me exact change for what his food was. And I remember him saying, uh, he says, sorry, man, I would tip you, but I'm really tight on cash right now. And I just sat there and just kind of like, just thought about it, you know, and knowing I'm like, if, if he was actually a little older, I would have actually spoke, said something to him, but I just kind of went on about my way and that stuck with me. You know, like that's I was like, wow, you know, because a lot of people do that. Even if they're really tight on money, they will still go out and get something to eat from a restaurant or or call or, or call Grubhub or DoorDash or Uber Eats or something like that. And have them bring you food. Have, you know, I mean, when you really know that you, your money is tight, instead of doing that, make you a, a, make you a peanut butter and jelly sandwich at home, a bologna sandwich, a bowl of cereal, or, or a box of cereal, should I say. Bring that with you to lunch. Like, it, I mean, it, it just does not make sense. You know, like, if your money is tight, and again, if you can't afford to tip somebody, if you know you can't, if you know you're not going to take care of them. That's me. And, and that's the number one thing. Every single time I go out, I already know what I'm getting ready to. I'm, I already know in my mind how much I'm getting ready to take care of this waiter or this waitress or this person who's bringing me food, who's who's delivering food to me. I already know that I, what I'm what I've set aside to give to them. And I know that once I do give them to them, they're going to they're going to be grateful. Um, they're going to say thank you. It's not going to be anything to break the bank, but it's surely not going to be, you know, a dollar fifty, two dollars, three dollars. No, no. If they if they took their time to prepare my meal and bring it to me and it looks good, it's right, it's on point, it's in a timely manner, 
to take care of that person because that's how they make their money. And that's what people who who are not in the service industry, they're ignorant to that fact. If you've never been in that spot before, if you've never worked in a restaurant, if you've never delivered food to people, then you're then you 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 don't know any better. You have to be smartened up to that. That but but even then it's it's almost and I say almost common sense to tip a person adequately because they are, they are going out of your their way to prepare your food and bring it to you so it just kind of amazes me that this is such a a, a common conversation that I've had with so many people in in, a, in an industry that can be so rewarding if if you are coming across the right people. And what I mean by that is people who understand the industry, people who worked in the industry or, or do work in the industry, because I can tell you beyond a shadow of a doubt, 99.9% chance. If you were serving somebody who works in the food industry or worked in the food industry, Nine times out of 10, they are going to take care of you because they understand. They've been there. They know it. They know it. They know that's how they make their money. And so you see somebody, you go into a dining, uh, into a dining room or a diner, excuse me, waiting tables, and you see a, a, wait, a waitress that's pregnant. And she's just doing her job. Somebody comes in, orders $60 worth of food. You should not be tipping any lower than $10 to $12 on a $60 tab. If you order $40 worth of food, you should be tipping at least $8. If you if you order twenty five dollars worth of food, you should be tipping at least six dollars. Now, interesting enough, some years ago, a lot of restaurants have implemented an auto gratuity fee. Because of this very reason. Um, where people. And like I said, some I, I like to point to ignorance but I also would like to say that there is a certain amount of people who do know better. They just want to be cheap. But here, here's, here's, here's the bottom line. And I just encourage everybody because anyone who's listening to this, you know exactly who you are. If you've ordered food, whether that be if you dine in or dine out and you're a person who really didn't look after that, 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 that server, you didn't really, you didn't really take care of them and you know who you are, you know who you are on, on both sides. You know, if you're a person who took care of your server, you know, if you're a person who went about it and really stiffed them or, 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 or was a cheapskate 
as the old, old saying goes. You know who you were. And again, well, well, I really ain't got that much money this month. Then, then what are you doing? What are you doing ordering food out? Why not just make a sandwich at home? Why not a bowl of cereal? Why not a granola bar? Why not a pack of, 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 of walnuts? Like I said, I can't stress enough. It is an absolute luxury to dine in and dine out. It is a luxury. Everybody can't afford that. And what I mean by that is there's some people who literally cannot, don't have the funds to call a restaurant and make an order. They are that tight. And if that's the case, then you shouldn't be, you shouldn't be ordering food, period. If your money is tight, that's just, that's just, that's really common sense. If, if I'm being honest about it, that's really common sense. So we, we have to be better, y'all. Anybody who's listening to this, you know, like, and you, I, I would like to think that you would remember this conversation or remember this, this episode in particular, when you're out and about and you're going to a restaurant or you call, or you're calling food, you're, you're dining in at the house, you're calling a restaurant to bring, to have somebody uh, prepare and bring food to you. Take care of that person who serves you. Take care of them because that's how they make their money. That's how they make their wages. Don't insult them by giving them a couple of dollars. That's insult. Like I said, you can't even buy a gallon of gas with $2. Take care of that person because they took care of you. So that concludes this particular episode. You know, and I... Again, appreciate everybody's feedback that continues to come in. And I'm sure there I look forward to the feedback on this particular episode, <laughs> you know, because this is something that um, that I've talked about quite often with uh, several different people, because I know a lot of people in the food industry and it's such a it's such a, an up and down nature. You know, it's 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 a, it's the unknown every day you go to work. You know, and because you don't know, it just depends on it's kind of like the luck of the draw, so to speak. As far as what kind of people are, are you going to run into today? You know, but um, but yeah, like all the information is there on the actual uh, on the actual um, Spotify information, the description as far as my handles and what have you. And again, I called an audible today for this particular episode, but next week I will pick up where I was supposed to be today as far as what do women find attractive. So I'll look forward to doing that episode. But other than that, hope everybody has a great weekend. Take care. God bless. And I'll see you on the next episode.